I'm here to be an all-time great. great. Now rocking with the best. Perfect yellow, perfect yellow, perfect yellow, perfect yellow. The Lakers repeat back-to-back title. Welcome to the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Oh, he's smoking hot. The latest Laker news. Another great Showtime feed. The greatest Laker show. This is going to be legendary for a long time. This is the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. Lakers all day. Go Lakers! What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to the latest edition of the Big Baby Jonathan Sports Podcast. And as you can see, we're here. Live on Zoom, I got Corey Harrison from Out About Sports Radio, our sports podcast, excuse me. Welcome, man. How's it going? Hey, what's going on, man? Thank you for having me. Not much, man. So in today's show, we're going to talk about the breaking news that happened yesterday. So, Corey, what's your thoughts about May 16th potentially being the target for the Lakers to resume practice? Not resume practice, but um, go back and start training. What is your thoughts about that? I think it's going to be um, a good thing for them to finally get back and have some kind of organized uh, basketball, you know, just from the time that they've been sitting at home and not really doing a whole lot, you really, really don't know exactly if the guys are actually putting in the work um, like they were doing when the season was ongoing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did see something about um, Frank Vogel that he wasn't in, in a rush to uh, actually um, rush back to to the training uh, facility uh, at this time. I'm not sure how that's going to shape up. Yeah, I, I saw that too, man. Um, he's just taking precautions. So that's why they're not going to be the ones to go and go back to the practice facility. I guess today the Kings are going to go back tomorrow and start shooting around, getting getting their uh, physical up there, you know, because NBA season might come back. All this stuff that's going on with teams like the Nuggets, not the Nuggets, the uh, Atlanta Hawks, Rockets, and Blazers, they're all going to go back to shoot around tomorrow. So that's letting me know that's a positive sign. Usually, if it was bad, they would cancel the season already. You know what I mean? What do you like? Do you think this is a positive sign for the season to resume? I think it is because if they didn't think the season was salvageable, um, if that's even a word, mm-hmm. um, they wouldn't um, even you know entertain the fact you know let the, the players even into the facility at all. They would just say the season's over, then we just focus on the off season. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm seeing like different um, different sources and different things saying that everything is a go. So I'm not really seeing any more that they're going to cancel the season. I'm seeing more of them trying to salvage the season, trying to f- figure out different um, other routes that they can take to get this season re- jump started, so they can at least try to get to the playoffs and end the season. Yeah, me too. I totally agree with you, um, Corey. Because here's the thing: a lot of um, MLB starting to come back. MLB's telling the players to stay in shape positive i know ufc and nascar they're starting to gonna start doing practice stuff on the track so that's a positive sign for all sports man i'm excited i know a lot of people are like oh don't wait wait till it's official official you know what i mean i'm excited that's a positive step baby steps baby steps you no know, once this laker team gets back on the court man we're gonna be scary man i agree with you on that but just because we had all the momentum going um into the the quarantine phase of mm-hmm. what we're going on right now, we we had the momentum. We had um, had some you know great wins. We we had one loss against Brooklyn, mm-hmm. but I still still feel like we had um, a great chance to you know march into the playoffs on a good note. 
Yeah, man. Once we get in the playoffs, if the season comes back, but I feel like with the rate is going, I feel like it's going to go. But if they did come back, would you be surprised if we started June 1st? I wouldn't be surprised because that's a, that's an actual good date because I was thinking maybe June, you know, the restart the season, June 1st would be a good time. Um, just to, you know, make sure that there's no um, new cases coming up or, you know, if any spikes in the numbers, you know, we just want to make sure that, that the players and everyone is going to be safe when they actually resume play. Because if you think about it, they're having to share and touch a, a, the, a, the same basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to share um, tight spaces. Like if they go back to the, the bench and they have to be, you know, kind of close together. Uh, during that time. So that's the reason why the basketball has been kind of slow about trying to figure out this thing because with everything that's put in place with the six feet and the social distancing and everything else, it kind of, basketball kind of like um, invades that in a, in a sense. Like it's, it's, it's kind of hard to figure out the logistics on how they're going to be able to um, implement um, a season with restrictions. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with you, man, because that's, that's going to be hard. You know, basketball is a physical, physical sport unless they say stand six feet away from each other while they play, then it won't really work. You know, a lot of teams will be giving up 130 points if the NBA said that. But I feel like the NBA is doing this research, so I'm not really worried right now. But once once they say, once like Wojnarowski tweets out or Shams, NBA season's canceled, I'm going to be, I'm excited for the NBA to come back, man. But until then, I have my hopes up. You know what I mean? Yeah, Woj, I, I normally follow him. He's normally spot on when it comes to um, when it comes to breaking the news mm-hmm. and sports and stuff like that. Like, I, I, I trust Woj before I trust anybody else. Yeah. And Shams is pretty good, too. Yeah. Uh, Wojnowski, during the last year, he was kind of being negative towards the Lakers. But at the end of the day, he's just a reporter. He's just doing his job. That's what he's supposed to do. You know, report what's out there. But he's he's a great at what he does, man. But we're going to get into some – uh questions um just want to let everybody know you're listening to the big baby johnson sports podcast i got Corey harrison uh, we're discussing about the may 16th lakers potentially open up the practice facilities so let's get into some question man topic number one favorite laker on this current roster right now my favorite laker anthony davis me i'm gonna say uh lebron okay i have the reason i say lebron i just feel like just I, that's crazy. I used to hate LeBron. Now he's my favorite player on the team. He he put uh I respected him after he came back down there because I was bashing LeBron, doing all this, being disrespectful, and then I was like, you know what? I told my brother this. He has it on recording, so I gotta go find it and I'll put it up on social media. I said, if LeBron James comes back down three one, I respect him. And then look, came back. Now he shut me up. He shut me up. So, like, I don't know. I just feel like we have to embrace LeBron. A lot of Laker fans don't embrace him. We have to embrace greatness, man. LeBron's not going to be playing forever. You know what I mean? I, I do agree with you on that. Um, it took me a while to even utter the words that I even like LeBron like yourself because mm-hmm. of, you know, it's just been kind of hard for me to 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 root for someone. You know, Kobe's my guy, and, and it's really hard for um, throughout the years to kind of, you know, get on board with LeBron. But since he put on that Laker uniform, I've kind of changed my tune a little bit. But I I believe that Anthony Davis is the X factor on this team. Almost definitely, man. If AD can get in the post, drop 30 points in the playoffs, like that's the thing. When we talk about playoffs, we have to always say if. Let's just say hypothetically, Lakers are in the playoffs. AD has to dominate every series with the 
ball handling skills, post up, fade away. Like he's so dominant, he can average thirty against um, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies right. don't have anybody to stop him. You know, what I mean, it's just AD needs to stop shooting threes, but it's okay to shoot threes from time and time again. But sometimes he sets picks and pops up, goes to the basket. You're dominant more in the post and the three point line. You know, I mean, sometimes games where he was like shooting a bunch of threes, I'm mean, getting the post. The game that I went to against the Rockets, he was dominating everybody. Robert Covington, whoever was on him, Harden was on him. Westbrook was on him at one point. Layup, dunk, layup. I'm like, keep going to him. And then he, second half, pick and pop, shoot threes. Pick and pop, shoot threes. And it's just like, get in the post, go to work. You're talented. Get ball in the post. Like Shaq says, today's NBA, it's all about shooting threes. It's not that bully ball, you know, dunking on everybody in today's NBA. It's a lot of shooting well, threes. Well, for me, when I when I do look at Anthony Davis, he does frustrate me a little bit mm-hmm. when he does shoot too much because he's not an efficient three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. He's only shooting like 34, 35% uh, from the three. And when he when we're having like close games, tight games, when we was playing against the Clippers, he disappeared in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I remember that. But he he revenged himself in the in the last game before we go on the suspension thing. You know, yeah. over. Yeah, if he it's the consistency thing with him. He has to remain consistent. He has to uh, be that at least at, at least thirty and twenty guy, like thirty points, twenty rebounds at least. Yeah, because we need him one two punch, man. Because like let's say if the Lakers do win the championship, I know the topics I'm gonna go off for a little bit. And I'll get back to it, but um, what would that rank LeBron and AD in the best duo of all time if they win some championships? Well, one is not going to determine their their mm-hmm. greatness. It's, they're going to have to have a, um, you know, more of a um, resume when it comes to that. Like one championship, and then with the season being like it is, we're going to have to have another season to at least determine that. And I don't even know if we're going to have the same amount of success yeah. that we had this year. It's just too much variables, too much stuff up in the air. Yeah, we have to make sure that AD will resign again. For one, and a lot of people say that he's all signs that, that he probably would, but it's still not a hundred percent that he will resign. Yeah, but I feel like it, like for me, AD, that I feel like they have to win multiple championships even in the same breath as Kobe and Shaq. But I know I see all the signs about them, him coming back, but nothing's guaranteed. And here's the thing, I feel like Anthony Davis should take the upon himself. Like, okay, the season's suspended. If it doesn't come back, I want to resign. I want to get back to playing. I want to win the championship. You know, if he leaves. You know, if he leaves, if after this, if the quarantine thing goes through, like we're good to go play basketball and we don't win the championship and he leaves, I already know what the media is going to say. They're going to blame LeBron James because they blame LeBron James about everything. And I'm sick and tired of it. You know what I mean? Like, do you agree that the media picks on LeBron too much? It's in like 16 years in the league or 17 years in the league, somewhere around there. It's just I'm sick and tired of it. People need to watch greatness. LeBron is a great talent. People need to respect his name. I, I do agree with you on that, that um, he does catch a lot of slack, but um, to whom much is given, uh, much is required. A lot of people look at him um, as the face of the NBA, and they he, he has a standard. So mm-hmm. if, if LeBron came in and he didn't live up to his, the hype that he did when he came out of high school, then it wouldn't be as bad as it is now. You know, we're used to seeing LeBron James uh, – dominate the league and now that he's getting older as long as that that number says 23 and it says James on the back mm-hmm. they're going to expect a certain standard every night I don't care how old he is how long he's been in the league as long as that jersey says James and 23 they're going to expect him to do some extraordinary things and 
a lot of people don't look at him as being a human being. They look at him as being some kind of robot or some kind of um, hybrid or something like that. But he's going to have bad games. He's going to have uh, games where he's not going to, you know, shoot the ball very well. Um, he has, you know, struggled at the free throw line. It's been well documented. He's a poor shoot, free throw shooter. Um, he is developing a three-point shot, which is encouraging, mm-hmm. but it's not consistent. You know, I like when he, you know, gets in the ISO, lowers his shoulder, and barrels to the rim because it's not too many people that's going to stop 6'8", 250 pounds. I totally agree with you, man. I totally agree with you. But you said his free throws, he's not a good free throw shooter. I look like this. Shaq wasn't a great free throw shooter, and he always said, made him when it counted. So if LeBron struggles at the free throw line, if he makes him when it counts, I'm all for it. I agree with you. LeBron James needs to stop. For me, sometimes some games when I'll be watching the Lakers, he'll facilitate, 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 and try to take over, and he'll be off rhythm. But when he takes over and dominates, then facilitate and matches. I don't, Sometimes I'm like, LeBron, take over. There's a guy on you from the G League guarding you coming in and guarding you. Go by and don't pass out. Take it to the rim. It's like sometimes I feel like LeBron, LeBron's, a, to be honest, LeBron's a team first player before he is like a scorer. You know what I mean? I see that from LeBron. Well, that, that's a um, great uh, assessment because he's always said that he's not a scorer. You know, he, he, he facilitates the ball. He looks for the open teammate. His biggest attribute that he has um, is the pass. It's it's not to score. He's looking for, you know, open guys and to spread it out. Like, he's out there playing chess. You know, mm-hmm. he he has the, the best court vision in the, in the NBA, you know, if not almost in NBA history. You know, he's one of the, the greatest passers of the basketball we've ever seen, you know, just by the position he plays and how big he is. Like, he does some great things um, when it comes to passing in lanes. Yeah, he does, man. He's up there with magic when it comes to – High basketball IQ, man. But, yeah, man, let's get into the topic number two, man. If you can build your team around any of these three players, Kobe, MJ, or LeBron, who would you choose? That's a tough um, choice, but it's really not Kobe. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'll take Kobe. Let me tell you why I'd take Kobe. Because he's just very passionate about what he does, hustle, grit, grind. And I would build – around him, maybe get like Kawhi Leonard on the team, maybe even Dan Booker, guys that have that mama mentality, put them on same team with Kobe, build a coaching staff with great minds, and then go win a championship, you know? That would be excellent to have to build around Kobe, man. You know, I love, I wasn't going to pick LeBron, but I was like, no, nah, I'm going to pick Kobe, you know, because I'm very passionate about Kobe, man. Very passionate, man. But uh, let me see here, topic number three. What is your thoughts about the NBA canceling the draft lottery and the um, draft combine? Well, I I feel like when it when it comes to that, it's just too much um stuff that um it's too much into trying to figure out what people are touching, what people are gonna be around, how close people are gonna be. And if you think about um the combine, I mean it's just too much going on for them to try to figure out um the logistics on how they're gonna plan for this and it's right around the corner. Like yeah. they're trying to jumpstart the season. So they're taking it one step at a time to be able to do uh, this first. Let's focus on this first. We can't even think about this right now because this is still looming. Mm-hmm. So it, it might not have been that difficult if they had the season figured out, but they're still trying to figure out how they're going to jumpstart the season, how we're going to get players back into the facility. So 
I feel like they're just taking that time and they, the best thing to do, Hey, let's just go ahead and cancel this focus on this and just be done. I feel like they might do something, you know, later on, but for right now, it, it just probably was best for them to just go ahead and cancel it all together until they can figure out the season. Yeah. Them canceling, I feel like they're focused on the, to resume the playoffs slash season. We don't know what they're going to do yet, but I feel like them canceling it. Cause they're talking, NBA is talking about starting in Christmas, you know, like if that happens, maybe they can do the draft combine and draft lottery, maybe like September, November, you know, see how that goes. You know, you never know. This is a perfect time to experiment NBA. You know, you wanted to um, do this type of stuff, start in December, shorten the season. It's your opportunity to do it, man. It is. So um, another one here, if LeBron does not win a ring with the Lakers, will that impact his legacy? I think we touched upon it, but there was on Instagram live, I believe. So, Tell us a little bit about uh, you think it would impact LeBron's legacy if he doesn't want to ring with the Lakers. Absolutely, is that'd be three and seven. Three and seven, yeah, man. For me, I think it would impact. And for us as Laker fans, if that happened, us Laker fans won't forgive him. But for me, if that happened, I was like, we just didn't get it done. It was it was a failure with LeBron. But I'm not. It, well, I think that's going to happen. No, it's not. Well, at least, well, at least win one or two at best. But if not, the only player that didn't want to ring with the Lakers that had a star team was Elgin Baylor. You know. Well, he did have Jerry West, but they didn't win it. I don't think Jerry West won either. No, he didn't. So, it's it'll be three players, LeBron, Jerry West, and Elgin Baylor. Nah, in L.A., we're all about rings. We don't – we're not all about, oh, let's go 49-13, make the playoffs. Oh, if we lose – oh, what's your thoughts about the season? Oh, we had a great season. No, we're all about that behind me, championships. We got the championship banner behind me. So, we're all about championship. This fan base does not play around. If you come here and play around, you're going to get booed out, just like D'Angelo Russell. Nick Young, Lou Williams. So it's kind of like us fans, we don't play that stuff. You know why we, we're like, we have the mindset? Because this organization wins, and we have players that have the mindset of winning, just like Kobe, just like Shaq, Pau Gasol, and all that stuff. So I'm, ex- I'm excited for the season, but it would impact his legacy if he doesn't win a ring. That's how I feel. But, yeah, let me see here. Um, that was topic number topic number four. The last topic um, for today's show um, who do you think in today's NBA has the Kobe Bryant mentality and Michael Jordan mentality? Nobody. Nobody. If I was the, if I was just to choose, mm-hmm. because I mean, because that if, when you when you say that, mm-hmm. I mean that's a specific type of person. Mm-hmm. It's and it's not going to be to a T. Now mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna meet you halfway, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna say this player is gonna be all out like them. Mm-hmm. But the mentality is what you're asking for. Yeah. The 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 willingness to want to do this. The the willingness to to have the desire to play at a high level. That's mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Yes. Russell Westbrook. Yep. I, I had him on my list. I had, I had Russ Burke, I had Kawhi, and then I had Damian Lillard. I'm, and then uh, and then Devin and then and then Devin Booker too, because Devin Booker dropped seventy on the Celtics. So and he even told that I think he texted Devin Booker texted Kobe prior to him scoring seventy, and he said, "Be legendary, drop seventy. And he tatted "I'm legendary" or "Be legendary" on his forearm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So it's just crazy how that Kobe impact these players, man. You know, but a lot of players don't want, like, don't have that mentality. It's crazy. Like a lot of players are just all about selfies, Instagram. You know, what I mean, a lot of people don't want to put in that work. You know, they get to the NBA. Oh, I'm I'm famous. I don't want to put in the work. I'll just go play, and then you know, perform at a high level. Kobe would be in the gym working his ass off. Each night while somebody's partying at the club or turning up with their girlfriends, Kobe's in the gym putting in that work. 
Yeah. So it's kind of hard to try to figure out who had it, but but if I had to choose, like if you like had to have my feet to the fire, mm-hmm. I would just, I would say Westbrook. Yeah, would be the one that's that in this day and age. Yeah, I see it too, man. Westbrook's ability, like he just has that passion, man. I like it. I wish he was the Laker, but he's not. It would have been crazy if he was Laker. But Corey, I just want to thank. Yeah, it's Corey. I just want to thank you for coming on. Um, go ahead and give out your social media so they can follow you. And I will be putting all the social media link in the description. So go ahead and give out your social media so they can follow you. So I'm on um, Instagram, um, out of bounds, um, underscore uh, 20. And also I'm on um, Twitter as uh, out of bounds, SPO one. That's my Twitter handle. Um, I do have a Facebook group out of bounds, 20 Facebook group as well. Um, <clears throat> like subscribe to my youtube as well i do have a youtube channel of out of bounds sports podcast on my youtube channel um you know we talk about sports just like uh big baby jonathan does unfiltered sports uh lakers um nba nfl uh you name it we got it so um continue to support big baby i'm going to continue to support him you know you want to check out my show those are my links all right Corey. thanks for coming on and we'll talk soon man thank you sir